I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. There's a lot of talk around, obviously you mentioned the left-footed centre-back. I mean, Liverpool fans are looking at him going, could he do a little bit of left-back? We've seen Joe Gomez do that of late, of course, and he's yeah. never done that for sport and in those 145 appearances as you mentioned, but is that something, I guess it changes when Trent goes into midfield, he becomes a high, but it it's essentially becomes a back three anyway, so yeah. that would suit him, I guess. Yeah, yeah, definitely, to be honest. I think with the yeah the way that the way that Liverpool play at the moment and, and the way that Trent operates, especially with the amount of space that it leaves for you sort of, as you say, to merge into that into that back three, and, and he has played. He's played as a left sided centre half in a back in a back four in a in a in a, in a pair and a few times. I think he played for Portugal a few times there. Um, the game against Luxembourg, I think he was alongside Ruben Diaz, and he had Diogo Dalo to his left. So, but yeah, I I think as you say, get he'd have to obviously get to grips with you know that specific. What happens when when you know sort of Trent goes into midfield? But as you say, you're the you're the favourite defender over on the left hand side. Um, you know, slotting into left back is it something that he can do? You know, I wouldn't I wouldn't put a past him to be fair. He's uh, he's passed every other test with flying colours so far in his career. So um, yeah, and it, I just think getting him into those sorts of positions where he feels where he feels comfortable and he's got space with the ball because his passing range is just. Amazing, like his his ability with the ball is tremendous. Some of his, and there's some highlights if you go on our Twitter and literally just say just the name, you, you'll see clips come up of like different assists that he's played over the years. He's clearly someone that's comfortable coming out of the defense with the ball. Um, you know he's he's tall as well. He's still got you know like a decent physical presence. The physicality of the Premier League and playing up against you know some of the um some of the more physical strikers again will be something that he'll have to adapt to. It's just a completely different pace to the Premier League. But again, there's no, there's nothing there that really indicates that he wouldn't be up to the challenge. Yeah, you mentioned some of his qualities there. And in terms of his style of play, then you mentioned obviously he's technically proficient on the ball and stuff like that. Is there anyone you compare him to? Is there anyone that springs to mind? Maybe a more seasoned campaign who's been around for a long time. Maybe somebody been in the Premier League. Is anyone, if you looked at him and gone, he reminds me of him? Um. I mean, there will be a few. I don't like making comparisons because I think it, it, it always comes back to bite it and people are like, oh, you compare them to to." But I mean, he, as I say, his, his, his strengths lie in, in his ability to pick a pass. His defending, you know, is, is, is spot on. But again, he's playing for a team that 
other than when they play against Porto and Benfica, they don't have to do as much defending. That's just because of the quality that they have. You look at his, you know, his sort of his touch map. I had it up before, of you know, sort of his touch locations, and the actual center center back like position on the pitch where you'd expect it to be. There's only thirteen percent of his touches there. Like in front of the halfway line on the left hand side, it's fourteen percent, and then just on the halfway line, it's eighteen percent of his touches, which is the most, um, is the highest concentration of his touches on the pitch. So that just shows you, like, he's comfortable with sort of playing that that high line and playing further forward. And I think when you get him into those sorts of positions, that's when he feels he's closer to the game and he can actually, you know, uh, make a difference sort of in attack and sense. But obviously, as a centre half, what you want is you know someone strong defensively, and he is that as well. So yeah, I'll let people make up their own their own air comparisons before I start here comparing them to you know Berezi. There it is. There's a comparison right there. We boxed it. Um, in terms of weaknesses, then you spoke very glowingly about him so far. But is are there any weaknesses to a game whereby you can see he would need to improve that if he is going to become a future star of the Premier League, or even if he's going to become the star of the Portugal national team defensively? I, no, I, again, maybe just I think it's tactical, the sort of tactical flexibility of working within different systems. It's not even really necessarily a, a, a negative because you got, I don't think you can really hold it against them. Um, you know, I, I don't think Amarim specifically plays a back three because he thinks Gonzalo can't really do it in a, in a back four. I think it's more so he's just so suited to it and obviously that's his system. So working within different systems and looking comfortable, I think whoever... You know, when he moves on, whoever he moves to, they'll have been looking at that and, and they'll they'll know basically before they part uh part with the money whether he's whether he's um, capable to do that. We haven't really seen as much of it just because we haven't you know the evidence hasn't really been there. But um and then as I say, yeah, the maybe the 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 physicality of the Premier League or perhaps just having to be a bit more you know, maybe disciplined but with it at times moving further forward, as I say, he plays so so high up just because Sporting do, just because they have a lot of the ball. Um, I think teams in the in the in the Premier League, um, especially, will be able to counter with so much more fluency and so much more accuracy, and you know the the quality is just better. So you have to be, you know, a bit more apprehensive in terms of guarding yourself against those sorts of direct counter attacks. So again, that'd just be interesting to see how he how he how he does. But there's no coincidence that the, the likes of the the clubs. That he's being linked with mm. are all ones that are sort of at the top of the game and that are looking to have the ball and that are looking to dominate. He's not, you know, he's not being linked with with any clubs that don't really have the lion's share of possession just because he's not really a sort of sitting camped on the edge of your box defender. Um, you know, he can do that when Sporting is sort of under the cosh towards the end of the games. You know, he's good in the air, he can get himself up. And then just, I mean, obviously not something that you, you're looking for in a centre-half, but just his, his prowess in front of goal as well is, is mad, you know, like it, just in terms of the, the amount of the amount of sort of important goals or the amount of times that he's sort of been there. Um, but I think that's just a sporting thing because I think Sebastian Quartes as well, who Liverpool fans will know um, very well, is the, is the same. I think he's got seven goals and six assists just in the Premier League, Inacio, in, in his 95 games, which, you know... That's that's it's not a bad return for for the centre half. I think, you know, it's like 
five hundred minutes or something for per goal and assist around that. It's a, I think yeah. it's just over a thousand per goal. So it's not you know it's uh, Liverpool are getting someone that if they throw them up for corners as well, you'll get um you might get an extra few goals a season. But yeah, I do think it's I do think he he's ready. I don't think he's one of those players that we look at and we think he's played in the Portuguese league and you know he looks good. But how will it translate? I think Inacio is one of them. You're buying, you're buying a player that's that's ready, and I, I put a lot of hype on him. To be fair, I've just realised in this, and usually a little bit more um, subdued. Reserved. But yeah. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, if, I mean, you can prove me wrong if he if he turns out if he comes to the Premier League and he and he doesn't do it too well. But yeah, I can't see it. 